Hey, I'm Pat B. And I'm Adam Willis. And you're listening to The Geek Down here on WEMF Radio. Mm. I always like five with it. Into. Uh, why is no one yeah. else bumping with me? I want to get a little belligerent. Bump with I'm me. Hostile. That's right. <laughs> you need the groove, goddammit. You need to get down. I want to see some boogieing. I want to see. Ah, uh, uh, you missed it. it. You missed it. I didn't miss it. It wasn't there. It wasn't there? It wasn't there. How's that possible? I don't know. We jumped in at a weird point. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Geek Down here on WEMF. I am Pat B. And if you're watching on our Twitch stream right now, you might be wondering what the hell was going on there. Just Johnny was reaching across here and uh, all sensual life and just giving me a body massage. Good old reach around. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you for that. That's how we start the show. Very classy. Um, No, uh, you are listening to us on WEMFradio.com. Thank you. But also, if you're one of our, if you're not one of our new uh, uh, viewers, you can check us out on twitch.tv slash thegeekdown and see our pretty smiling faces. But yeah, I do. I'm sorry. I did not introduce my co-host here. The man, he sits across the table there. He speaks boldly and his breath is minty fresh. I'm talking about Black Adam Prince. I'm well, I go with the, the fruit gum, not the mint gum. You know that. But anyways, how are you? You look well, my friend. Who, me? Dude, I'm tired. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm burnt out. I've had a long burnt day. Burnt out. It's, it's only Monday, too. Well, there is it's nothing only Monday. That, 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 that gets me out of bed more than knowing that I've got four more days. <laughs> yeah, um, you're one of those. No, 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 baby. I'm doing all right. And yeah. also, every week when we have the geek down yep. schedule. That keeps you going, right? It fuels the fires, my friend. It does. Uh, right? Yeah. And we are not alone in the room. All right. No, as, no, as, no. As, as we we got guests, and uh, mm-hmm. it's good to have people in the studio. We always like guests when they come in and, mm-hmm. and visit here. It's Absolutely. Well, welcoming back previous guests, mm-hmm. hopefully friend of the show. I look across yes, the table. And Enough to come back anyways, right? <laughs> well, we didn't scare them away the first time. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Across the table, the members of School Tree. Hello. Mm-hmm. Hello. Hi. Laney. <laughs> Hi. And I caught your name once. Sam. Sam. Oh, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. There you go. <laughs> you remembered the one syllable thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, hey, hey, my memory spans a minute and 14 seconds. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, these fine individuals are going to give us the lowdown on a project that you actually pimped to us the first time you were here. Yeah, it was a rock opera, correct? Yes. Yes. Very good. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. Heterotopia. Uh, really interesting concept. But for those of you that weren't listening, shame on you. <laughs> and uh, you want to run down. Um, what heterotopia is for audiences? Yes, it is. Um, it's a rock opera and concept album. It's about an hour and forty minutes long, and it's about a girl who loses her body and has to journey through the uh, the realm of the collective unconscious as a ghost to get it back. All right. Uh-huh. And we'll have not only like further information, but we'll also have a clip. A, well, a clip. We'll have a. We cut got a from tune, there. right? A yeah. track. We got a track. Yeah. We got a track to play a hot for y'all. Track. Mm. Meatloaf featuring, right? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, actually, I saw some of the accolades on the site. Is it possible featuring meatloaf? Is that? Okay? <laughs> Just. Meat. I can get meatloaf the food, but not the. Uh, gotcha. Hey, featuring well, meatloaf. Take it away. We, we will take it. Yeah. <laughs> and right. be vegetarian too. Uh, so. Really. Probably, because, okay, so, you know. Heterotopia featuring conflict of interest. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And uh, you may notice somebody fiddling around with all types of buttons and keys and screens in the background. That, of course, is just Johnny. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the man who keeps sounding crisp and delicious, amazing every every week. The scruffiest <laughs> of the scruff. I'm talking, of course, about DJ Herbie Herb. Hey, guys. Hello. Yeah, man. All right. So before we get into, like, the good stuff, the nitty gritty, because tonight, man, we have the review for Colossal. This is yep. this really whacked out movie with Anne yep, Hathaway. We also got one for Power Rangers 2, which came out wait, wait, a little. Wait, wait, wait. So go, go Power Rangers. You were able to find five teenagers with attitudes? <laughs> They're so hard to find these days, you know. <laughs> 
Uh, right. the, the first Power Rangers movie was that was I actually was dragged to that when I was a child. Oh, I'm sorry. And I enjoyed uh, I, I it. That, that, that I, wasn't, I, I wasn't a fan of the show. I wasn't like a. I didn't watch it as a, as a kid. I was what? more like a Ninja Turtles type thing, and like I, I missed the Power Rangers. I thought it was stupid, but well, I, well, you're, I did you're, get dragged to the movie, and I did enjoy the movie for some reason. That was Ivan Ooze was the bad guy in that one, <laughs> or something stupid, you know. <laughs> and it was uh, I, I actually was on. Amazon Prime recently, I revisited and I was like, oh my god, wait, this wait, is like, like on, on purpose? That's, that's yeah. the thing you would do to yeah. yourself? Why? Yeah. Well, oh. oh man, there's a reason. Yeah. Alright, well let's not linger any longer because we'll get to that in full detail later on, but mm-hmm. yo, I want to talk about um, GameStop. This is a new um, uh, a new story that's been floating around online, and GameStop has closed a buttload of stores, like hundreds, and oh, they're yeah. continuing to close stores um, over the past couple, over the past few months. They had a really dismal, abysmal if you will, um, holiday season. And as if nobody was buying their stuff. Well, people, yeah, people were buying, but sales have been way, way. So nothing that was like down. came out that they were like, yeah, man, molesting they, their, you know, well, dude, employees I'm, or anything like that. That was driving sales away. They just not, no one's actually visiting them. Oh, well, I don't know. The captain, um, what's his name? Uh, from Jingle All the Way, those aren't selling anymore. You know? <laughs> they don't have the hot toy uh, and all the people are rushing to uh, to, uh, to the store. A Turbo anymore. Man, a Turbo Man. That was it, Turbo Man. Yeah, GameStop is uh, is 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 not quite as popular. These yeah, days. dude, they have Bad shut down uh, in droves over like loss of sales. And now, honestly, I want to know, um, especially from from uh, from just Johnny here, because yep. we uh, the revelation the uh, from just before the show is you're not only a patron and a regular gamer, you are an actual <laughs> owner of. Of, uh, He's invested. GameStop. Yeah, GameStop oh, yeah. stock. I didn't realize we were going to bring this up. Oh, uh, no. It, yeah. It's <laughs> on the table, my friend. Yeah. Yeah, so I invested some money in GameStop for a couple of different reasons. This was towards the end of... Uh, actually, it was... Uh, the very beginning of this year, and it was a pretty prime time to buy in. I got them at a really good price, mm-hmm. uh, and then they've been going up, going up, going up. I probably should have sold when they were right so- around the, the 26 and change, um, but I didn't. I held on to it because I had anticipation of of a, a long-term sort of investment going on. Now, the crop reports are going to be wrong, man. Do you remember trading places? Yeah. Yeah, always, always. Uh, Until you see Jamie Curtis's boobs, never sell. Mm. So, uh, what I was banking on... No one has any idea what I'm talking about. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just, like, old. I'm 100. So, what I was banking on and what um, sort of, I guess, GameStop was banking on was the fact that uh, they had the Xbox One S mm-hmm. released in the summer of last year. They had the PS4 Pro and the PSVR, so three hardware releases towards the second half of last year, and then this year there's the Switch that just released, which is doing really well, uh, and then there's uh, uh, there's going to be towards later on this year, hasn't been confirmed yet, but Xbox with the Scorpio, that's going to release yet another hardware release, so my thoughts, and I guess GameStop, same thoughts, is that there's going to be five hardware releases within essentially one year's worth of time. Yeah, that's their thoughts, but keep in mind, like, also, I don't recall hearing about any specific GameStop incentives to buying these things. Yeah. You go to GameStop specifically to get your S. You go to GameStop specifically to get your Switch, and you get, um, I don't know, a bonus game, a bonus controller, a bonus blank. At the very least, a GameStop color scheme branded uh, console, <laughs> something. A like a swipe card that never, you know... Yeah, let me get a keychain and a bumper sticker. You know, yeah. I'll take these things. I didn't hear about a damn thing coming from GameStop that would entice people to go there versus Amazon, versus Newegg, versus um, uh, your big box stores. 
You know, yep. Walmart was one of the was one of the the prime uh, competitors mentioned in all the news stories as uh, those crushing the foundation. Yeah, uh, that, they've got they've got GameStop's nuts firmly in their hand. That is like, go ahead, say something, I dare you. Uh, you know, and they poked them a little and took their lunch money. Yeah, it's them, not like a, a bookstore where you know bookstores are a lot of them are closing down as well. But people are always going to want like the the hard copy of something like that. But you don't, do, you don't have to do you don't have to have text. What? No, no, I'm <laughs> I, I know I know what you're saying. Um, well, but that's that's tough because that's like a medium itself that's kind of becoming outdated. Yeah. Mm. You know, a and, lot of people... Oh, sorry. Yeah, uh, so the problem with uh, GameStop is that their sales uh, and their competition with other retailers mm -hmm. is lackluster, and they're getting slammed pretty hard by, as you said, Amazon, which is doing some crazy deals with their Amazon Prime and giving yeah. gamers, what, like 20% off on yeah, a brand plus new with game? Amazon Prime, Fantastic it's like deal. people, sometimes when they go into the store, they want it right away. Amazon Prime, you get it for, you get it the next day, sometimes yeah. now, you know what I mean? So it's really cutting into a lot of things. Well, here's messed up. If see. that convenience is easily available at GameStop brick and mortar stores, if I go to the store myself, I'm getting it that, not just that day, that minute. Yeah. You know, I don't even have to wait for the click or that truck to come around. Amazon became... There's definitely those one. impulse things where you're just like, I gotta go get it now. and have it now, you know what I mean? So yeah. that's when the story I brought so place, many BS disc cleaners. Yeah. There's this, like, whack-ass, horrible-smelling gel that you put around there. I'm basically, like, dropping shampoo I remember that, too. You, you drop it in the three locations on the disc, you know what I mean? And yeah. that was supposed to even distribute the, the, the cleaning a, solution. A salve. A salve. Salve, your, uh, yeah. <laughs> toothpaste. You're supposed to use toothpaste. Try some salve. Oh, gee. Yeah, I learned later on toothpaste. It's horrible things. These are the <laughs> incentives that they this is what supposedly gave them a leg up on the competition. Yep. You can repair your discs and your games. We'll teach you the proper way to blow into the cartridge <laughs> to, you know, fix this thing. And no, it's all total BS and they've offered nothing to, fan to fans, to their customers. Yep. And they're wondering why they're going under. I myself think it's just a sign of the times. Because yes. I, can, I can go to a different store and get more from them and different products, or I can go online, which I, you know, full, you know, full disclosure, I get most of my stuff online now. And by most yeah, of my most stuff, I mean, like, I'm buying laundry detergent, you know, and getting it sent to my home because I don't have to carry the four-pound thing, you know, uh, eight blocks from CVS yeah. because it's that convenient. A truck will drive and, it to my front door. And we're not even talking about uh, their, the just digital gaming mm -hmm. overall, which is obviously GameStop gets absolutely none of that. It's all on either Steam or the Xbox. Uh, I forgot what it's called, but the Xbox. XBLA? XBLA. Uh, I don't That's think it's XBLA. Xbox Live? Xbox Live. Xbox Gold. Oh, There's oh so the, many, the, I don't the, know. the package I bought. Uh, Xbox Gold members are the ones that um, you can buy games oh. with a silver. Gold oh, is the what, online play. What's their store called? I, it's, it's just the Xbox online oh. store, man. Okay. All the so, stuff is, yeah. Is so there, the Xbox there, online store, the Sony store, so all of these things, you can get these games online, digitally. Well, they walk in uh, marketplaces, yeah. Yep, and you don't have to, like, walk to the store or drive to the store to pick up a, a physical copy of the game. The caveat is that you don't get to trade or it in. Or deal with the dorks the in the store. That's yeah. the biggest thing, yeah. too. That, you, you don't get the upsell from GameStop, and there was, uh, what, news, like, last month or a month, uh, uh, two months ago where GameStop was essentially lying to their customers uh, by sure, trying you can to buy get a them. Bit here. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think I tried to buy like Conker's Bad Fur Day for uh, the 64 the other day. It was like 90 bucks. I was like, what the fuck? Well, because you're buying an antique. In 2017. <laughs> that I know, but it was $90. I was like, your game you're weren't like, that good. God damn. How wow. rare is it? There's only 30,000 of these left. 
<laughs> you better get it. Yeah. It's a rare mix. <laughs> um, well, okay, that is that, that speaks to one of the primary problems right there. They've fallen behind the demand of the customers. I have several games for my Xbox One. I think I only have one that's actually a physical game. And that's the one that came with the friggin' uh, uh, console. <laughs> Everything else yeah, has been digital. Which, which game? Which games comes with the console uh, these H- days? Halo Five. You used to get the crap one. Halo Five came with the console, mm. and that one they gave me a little cardboard, you know, uh, case thing that came. With. It was like it was like take scotch tape to the side. They didn't even care. It was like it was like right. here, we got your money. You know, here, do you play with your little toys and stuff? But everything else has been digital, and none of it has come from GameStop. And I don't want, I don't want like bag on them. I don't want to sit there and like you know, oh, this company sucks, and here's 19 reasons why. That's not what I'm doing. But it's just, it's plain to everybody except them to yep. see why they've fallen behind the competition. And I think, unfortunately, this is one of those situations. Um, oh, dang, I was going to say didn't go the way of uh, Radio Shack or something like that. Yeah, you know, and there is no Nick Cannon waiting in the cut to save them Mm-mm. somehow. There is no Charles Foster <laughs> Kane to say, "Oh, I've got." Those are two great here. pulls right there on names. Uh, well, well, Nick well, Cannon to. Well, nothing Kane. says cinema classic more than Nick Cannon. <laughs> so I mean, was, that's that's Hollywood true. royalty right there. It was true. like uh, two thousand on Rushmore. 2007, 2008 was probably the the biggest boom, uh, and maybe again in 2010 or 2011 for GameStop, mm-hmm. and they've opened up tons of different stores, well, and now they had to close two to three percent. So it's you know they're it's a show of the times. Things yeah. are slowing down for GameStop, and you know you don't see Best Buy closing up shop. You don't see the gaming department of Walmart like. Well, now the perennial question: Are we sad about this? I don't know. They're taking all our healthcare and stuff away soon, anyway. So we should probably save our money. Yeah, yeah. Took the <laughs> First, too they late. came for the healthcare. Too late healthcare. for that one. Then they came for the guns. Now all right, started to drop guns. that on us. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, it's okay. It's okay. So yeah, uh, in it's reaction, Marmalades uh, America. Marmalades America, people. In reaction, GameStop stock has tanked uh, since. Yeah. I so think basically, Friday. sorry to you uh, yeah. um, for can, actually can, having. Uh, can we get the uh, man tissue? Yeah. Can we please get the man tissue? Someone buy this guy a sandwich. Yeah. It's all right. I, d- I did something very stupid in response. Well, you bought and you invest in Funko Land too, man. No, nah, I, I just bought more GameStop. What? I just bought more. <laughs> he was he bought more as we're talking to him about it. And he's like, of all the masochistic like stunts. To- That's it, man. It's Dark Souls side of me. It's like yes, lose more. Dude, some people are into pain. You know? I mean, I, 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 I've, I've been to machine more times yeah. than I can count. You'll be it's the first. Per- you'll be the first person over you gotta, there. You got to see like this. It's now a discount. Yeah. Right? Low. I'm buying right. exactly yeah. buy buying low. low. Yeah. So they probably won't go up again, but <laughs> I'm buying low. They have a really <laughs> good buy low, so I can not sell it. <laughs> they have a all. really good yield. They yield uh, over six percent. I think it's at like seven percent. No, you're right. One good so. government bailout, and you are all set. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Am I the only one that Detroit <laughs> GameStop? That's where it they're, goes. They're too big to fail. fail. Am I the only one that anticipates like next year? Just Johnny sitting on a stack. Of just you remember the AOL um uh, uh the AOL uh, uh free hours discs oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. that that, right. that became like you know frisbees and coasters oh, yeah. one year of online time for free yeah I, I see you in <laughs> like in like now. your GameStop stock just just sitting on a pile <laughs> weeping <laughs> just a bunch of used games I'd have a throne of used games right there stocks that are I, worth I, nothing and be, just a bunch of used games I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm really struggling to make like a, a, a game finding of nemo for xbox uh, throne of that'll games. be my crown throne of games, throne of games. Throne of games. Throne of games. oh perfect <laughs> that was laney school tree of the band school tree we'll talk to them in a minute uh that was genius that was perfect it was right there just 
Oh, just out of grasp. Okay, well, GameStop, dude, um, honestly, I think the last incentive they had was being able to, pay, uh, what do you call it, sell them games back. Yeah, the, the, the used game market, which is still pretty thriving and pretty reasonable, and it might get a bump, who knows, because mm -hmm. Nintendo did go with the more physical route, uh, so their console, the Switch, has very limited built-in storage. So that sort of dissuades people. That's the first negative thing I've ever heard you say about the Switch ever. I've in said life, multiple the... negative things. It has too yeah. little storage. It has 32 gigs, and I think like five or seven of that is already used up by yeah, the OS. The most negative thing you said about the Switch is well, when I asked <laughs> it to marry me, it said I can't. I'm just a machine. My recommendation was for people to not buy it. Apparently, they didn't listen to me because it's sold out everywhere. Yes, and I'm sure your gushing reviews had nothing. Yeah, but you just gave the uh, Zelda one of the best reviews. Yeah. Well, that's, that's different. That's not. The Switch itself. Zelda is a fantastic but it's on the Switch. landmark that's a, game. It's a reason to buy it, though. That you're clutching it to your chest. Like, and then the, the, the next thing about this game was... Uh, well, anyways. We had to change that. GameStop chair. is kaput-ish. Right. Yes, indeed. On the outs. Yep. Um. All right, we're starting to run a little long on this. So, basically, GameStop sucks. If, um, if you have anything more Bye to now. say about this, you want to chime in? Don't buy it. Don't yes. buy it. <laughs> buy now. I don't know. Though. They're officially penny stocks, man. That's a daggone shame. Um, but maybe now I can get those damn Sega CD games I've wanted for yeah, years. The Jaguar yeah. stuff you've been playing I have, I have Game Gear games I bought and tried to sell. Games I see on the shelf for like 12 bucks each. I'm like, okay, at the very least, that's, that's, that's a lot less than no, I paid for. But buy at least them for I five, they sell for 12. F these fools had the nerve to offer me pocket change. Yeah. Like, okay, well, you've got uh, 12 games here. Um, okay, I guess about uh, 30 cents each. That's like, what? 30 yeah. cents? I'm looking at the thing on the shelf. You offer twelve dollars. All right. This yeah, they get a turn of profit though. That's it's garbage. I hear you, but let's hurts yeah. painfully. And I think, and oddly enough, that of the company's policy of encouraging um, uh, employees to push the used games. Yeah, that's what I was. That might be one of talking the about. Yeah. yeah, one of the main things to tank them though, because when you sell the games back, that gives them the used games that you think at the very least. Oh well, if they're paying fair prices, they'd be losing profit. That was the biggest racket since like Bugsy Siegel, man. Anyways, uh, GameStop, if you have anything else to say on anybody you want to chime in and uh, let us know your thoughts, hit us up at geekdownradio at gmail.com. If you're on Twitch, you can possibly just uh, jump into the chat there and tell us how wrong we are, how stupid we are, how weird Adam's haircut is. Feel free to laugh at me. <laughs> yeah, that too. In my financial blunder. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you have any stock tips for Johnny. Oh, I have, I have some financial woes to tell. Oh. I invested in THQ, and we all know how that went. I work for THQ. You don't say that. Well, I did. Not now. Well, exactly. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. No, I get it. <laughs> let's, let's not rub salt in the wound, okay? It's my wound. It's our wound. It's our wound. <laughs> there we go. We share a wound. How mm. this is gross. See, That's maybe right. maybe you should now try out Dark Souls. I refuse. Is that a transporter accident? <laughs> nice. Oh. Uh, going on here okay so let me just jump into the next um uh, review i got to see this movie colossal starring anne hathaway and jason sudeikis yeah and I don't, i'm not a big jason sudeikis fan i was telling you that earlier yeah, i just you don't find him, him earlier, funny yeah. i don't know what's going on i, I don't mean, think he's a bad guy <laughs> given not, that i don't know anything about him but he's just it. not funny all right well you know, what, you know you're right he has had a lot of misses this was not one of them. This so it's a weird premise here where this woman, uh, Anne Hathaway, is going through some issues, I think, right? And that's how it appears. And it basically manifests itself in this giant monster well, that's, like, taking over the city. But she controls it in a way with her emotions without realizing it. Well, you pretty much hit the nail on the head. 
Uh, there's a little more detail that goes in there. And right. All I'll say is I can break down the movie this way. A woman from New York, she's got a drinking problem. She parties a little too hard and her boyfriend kicks her out. She goes back to her hometown just to crash in her folks' and house. And at this point, you've seen this and movie a thousand times. You know what I you mean? think That's so. Story. She also has to deal with uh, her problems and try to get a life together, which she makes honest attempts to do so. The problem is, at this same time, she's really, really distracted by uh, continuous stories of a giant monster that's decimating Korea on a daily basis. Mm. And why this matters to her is because she's noticing some similarities between uh, her own unique movements when she gets drunk and wanders through the park, stumbles through the park even, and the monster seemingly drunkenly stumbling through Korea. Yes. So she eventually discovers that when she, at a very specific time of day, is in the park, uh, the monster manifests itself in South Korea. And that's so it. So she waves, the monster just, waves and everything like that. So mm-hmm. basically it becomes her. Sure. It's just a very peculiar thing. And this is... Been there. Who hasn't been there? Yeah, no, tons of times. Of course, of course. Yeah, mine is a giant slug. Yeah. So it just kind of like sloshes <laughs> through there. And basically the universe telling me I'm fat. Just rolls, yeah. Yeah. No, um, it's one of those situations where you think there's going to be some... There's got to be a logical explanation. Or maybe this is an allegory for, you know, uh, her own drunk demons that she has to work through. Yeah. Eventually this becomes a story of domestic violence. Really? Which you Let's think would be sad coming. and depressing. But the story <laughs> Out of, of domest- nowhere. Yeah. Well, here, well, no, here's the dichotomy. It becomes a story of domestic violence slash a giant kaiju Godzilla monster battle movie. See, that's what I was hoping for. I was like, if you got a giant monster, they gotta, it's got to fight another giant monster somehow. So It does, but it's weird, man, because all this... This is basically a movie that you would... The crux of this is a movie you would see on the Hallmark Channel. You know, a woman, she couldn't quite make it in the big city. She went back to find her yeah, roots in her hometown. Yeah, but it's got these big stars. And love like and success. Giant, you know, concept. You say, I thought this movie would have been released with a little bit more uh, uh, promotion around it. You know what I, I mean? I think so, it too, seems like the with behind this, the making cast. a giant monster movie. Yeah. Um, generally, and not just a giant monster movie, but a movie with, uh, yeah. with an A-list. This like cast, that, con- that weird kind con- of out there concept with this budget and everything, you'd think of this be a big summer release, you know? And I just kind of... you think so, but... The monster movie aspects of it aren't the aren't the, uh, the focus of the story. And I right. think that might be one of the reasons. Like, first of all, this was a Sundance film. Yeah, this originally came out in the film festival, and those are usually more uh, artsy. It's like Hollywood with scarves. Films. That's all it is. Basically, <laughs> you wouldn't say you wouldn't say the beret pushed to the side. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's more of a think piece. It's one that's it wants to make you uh, really delve into. Okay, why are these monsters appearing? Well, it wants to be quirky and. Well, it, okay, no, it's like weird as it's a very peculiar movie. I will call out the performances, though. Uh, I've never really seen Anne Hathaway play like such a damaged character, such a. Really? Rachel uh, getting married wasn't? Yeah, well, okay, in this, she's just an outright drunk. Okay. You know, and that's that's kind of that's kind of new territory. Uh-huh. And I'm used to seeing her playing more upscale, classy. Like she's got to, just got that face. Yeah. And this really it. this this worked for me. I'm like, oh, you are a mess. And who who thought all it would take was to give you some bangs? <laughs> that's when they know they go to the dark side, right there. <laughs> bangs. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm saying that, yeah. it, it's the hairstyle of the devil. Bangs. Uh-huh. God forbid <laughs> you go for a bob. Beginning <laughs> the end right there. You may dig this one then. If you don't like Jason Tadekis, Jason Tadekis has a bad guy. It's something you re- you don't we don't really see. He's used like the funny friend or the, the unfunny friend, yeah. The unfunny friend, hater, hater. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, no, this was a depart- this was a departure for him, and I didn't hate. Is he, is he, so he's a he's kind of the oh, yeah, foil no. to this. Yeah, he is an a hole, man. You don't oh, like okay. him at all. Um, you eventually don't like him. Like you see how he how his character changes, but this really did it for me. Uh, his performance really did it for me, and I didn't think he had that kind of range as an actor. 
Really? And okay. maybe this isn't him stretching too far. Because uh, this wasn't from, this wasn't like, you know, doing Pootie Tang and Schindler's List in the, in the same year or something <laughs> like that, Tang you know? Pootie Tang and Schindler's List. Yeah, um, they, they go, they're right there, well, neck the, and neck with each two other. Two ends of the spectrum. Think. Yes. <laughs> my, and we Sepa time to hammer time. Exactly, yeah. you know? Hitler, my main date. Me like what? <laughs> what I'm getting at is, it's good to see people display, get out of their comfort zone uh, and display a range of talent that you didn't necessarily think they had. Right. Uh, as for the movie itself, it plays on a couple of things that I didn't dig, but mostly because I don't dig those character types. Like Hathaway know, herself, this is a little too close to home, maybe in some situations. Because I dealt with people with uh, extreme alcoholism uh-huh. and the things that they do, the behaviors they. They inflict on certain folks, and the fact that the, in this movie it's used as just a a means to show how damaged she is. I'm like, real people struggle with that. Real right. people are affected by that. I myself have been affected by that, and that makes it a little more than just a plot. Something that should be a little more than a plot device to me. It's Although, got Tim Blake Nelson in it too. I like that. It guy. does. The dude I was gonna call out though is Dan Stevens. Yes. The name it's it's the most generic name ever. And what was he Besides, in? Like, was Kong, he in oh, the guest? Well, I, w- I will tell you, sir. He's he was in the guest. I like. He that, was most yeah. recently in Beauty and the Beast, okay, as yep. both the voice of Beast and the human Beast. Human. And beast. he's the star <laughs> of Legion right now. Freaking yeah. guy is everywhere. And Never is that, heard of him like three months ago. He's all. But I remember place. him from the guest, and I was like, this guy's gonna be good. Like, uh, he's, that, uh, I like that movie. I, I, I like that I, movie. I, I'll give him his chops, man. Yeah. He, this is a different role from the others he's done. So, I mean, he's not a foreground character, so it's not worth delving too deeply into what he did. But, dude, I will say um, the kaiju battles are a little less than impressive. This is, So, don't go in expecting Pacific Rim. Yeah, do go I was going to say, you're probably not getting there, right? Yeah, but do go in expecting a, uh, a really cerebral, surprisingly, movie uh, with Anne Hathaway going outside of the positive figure we've seen her as and Jason Tadakis if you don't like Jason Tadakis you really won't like him in this sucker but this is a dude actually trying he's actually doing some acting in this no. you know it's not perfect but dude it is very surprisingly better than I've come to expect from him uh, it's called Colossal I, I don't know what else I can say about it I recommend I seeing it. it I think that's it yes it's yes, a good wrap up mm-hmm. okay now we have stalled for far too long mm. I look across the table at the number one Trump supporter I'm kidding yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> No, uh, we are in the house Yeesh. with Lainey and Sam of set up. School Tree. Hi. Hi. Hey, they've been silently waiting with a zen-like patience for their moment. <laughs> Schooltreemusic.com? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, check them out. You guys are on Facebook? Yep. Follow them on Twitter? Yep. Mm-hmm. Anywhere else? Instagram? Legram. Well, first of all, welcome back. Thank you. If anyone doesn't know, uh, School Tree were our guests a long, long Long time, not last year. <laughs> it was about a year ago, yeah. It was about a year ago, yeah. And the project uh, Heterotopia was just fledgling yes. at the time. Just a song in a young musician's heart. <laughs> and now the project is completed. Pretty much, yeah. Yep, give us the lowdown. What's good? Well, we've been working on this for about four years. Mm-hmm. And now we're going to be playing it all for the first time mm-hmm. at Oberon. It's the world So premiere. what's the anxiety like for you? Probably working on something for this long, four mm-hmm. years, you've said. Now it's actually all complete and you're ready to perform it. Is it more like, thank God it's over? You're like, really, are you nervous? Yeah, it's like a combination of the anticipation is pretty high for yeah. me. I feel like... 
if anxiety is like vibration, like I'm <laughs> vibrating so quickly that like it feels almost like stillness. Like a tuning fork almost. Yeah, yeah. I got you. But well, it's if, like a false sense of stillness because I'm inside freaking out. Right, quietly. right, right. But yeah, you it does, are the most composed person I've. Uh, you're like, um, you don't know um, our guests. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm totally freaking out, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you probably wouldn't be the first person to <laughs> observe that about me. I'm good at seeming calm. Sure. Okay. All right. Um, but yeah, I am. I am looking forward to sort of this show and it being out in the world and that sort of being a new chapter for for me and for School Street. We yeah. have a totally new lineup now this really? year. Yeah, we. Um, the only person who's still in the band when we recorded the album is our drummer Tom. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is new. usually the drummer's the first to go. I think <laughs> you know it's gonna be like uh, the Spinal Tap where they've gone through like thirty. Yeah. <laughs> well, Tom can take a lot of punishment. His head grows back very quickly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He's like a, a hydra with one head. <laughs> how is how how is this affecting the current members then? If they didn't actually work on the rock opera. This is just them performing. They're really the angry all the time. <laughs> no, 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 no. They're they're great. I mean, well, you could have just downloaded some real stuff. Yeah. So no. <laughs> they're hating on the project. We got left and right. Each traveling separate tour buses. No, this is like a golden era of school tree. Like everybody in the band is so incredibly talented and committed and enthusiastic about the music, and it's just. And they're all good looking. Yeah. Were you picky with <laughs> with the the process of getting new oh, people yeah. in here? Yes. I mean, oh, we were we in. were lucky to kind of already be connected to this um, a wealth of talent in the Boston area. So, I mean, it took it took time. That's part of the reason why the release is happening so much later than mm-hmm. the completion of the album. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, it's it's difficult music to play. So, in addition to like my criteria being rather narrow, it's also like you have to you have to. Really Really like this music to like spend the kind of time with it yeah, you to put the to. passion into it that you know yeah. is, is necessary i'm sure you know i'm yeah. sure you obviously you put on all these time all this time but these people being new you got to look for people that obviously are really into it so they can you know put it out there the way you see it as I you describe so. yourself very subtly an absolute perfectionist mm. <laughs> Did like, I describe myself that way? You got, you got, so you've got my parameters of perfection that I feel. It's a very narrow focus. Oh, yeah, of, narrow criteria. No, no, no. I'm, but I'm but Sam, who I have with me tonight, is our guitarist. He's the newest member of School Tree. Welcome, Sam. Thank you. Well, Sam, talk to us about your involvement. Yeah. Um, so School Tree's been on my radar for a, a few years. I've been playing in, in a scene that is sort of that, that larger pool of, of folks that Lainey was talking about mm-hmm. um, before. I've, I've been playing in a band called Strange Changes for a long time now. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had done a show with, we've done, had done a couple of shows with School Tree. So I was, I was sort of familiar with the music and I know Peter, the, the other keyboard player mm-hmm. and uh, Ryan, the bass player from other projects. So I was already, I was already familiar with them. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I, I had, there was, there was a brief thought that I might, do some playing with school tree even maybe a year earlier um we asked possibly, you and, and you were like nah. yeah i was kind of nah. well no at the time i was like oh. I was like oh it's really tempting but at the time i was i was just so busy with with other things you big time um, the man no that's no like, not not at I'm, all I'm sorry i'm just not at all i'm just so no, busy I, with I, other I, things it, it was it was more like i'm i'm inadequate to i just can't take on right. that much it's a lot you know, at it's the a time. lot of music because it, it is because i knew guitars. i knew it was going to be a big commitment um uh but then it just kind of it it, it came up 
naturally in a conversation with Peter, um, almost a year later, um, and he, he he was just asking me about guitar players. He said, he said do, you, "Do you know anybody who might be interested in doing this? Because you know, we need somebody. We, <laughs> you know, how we, we got to lock somebody down now." For you. And, and I said, "Well, you know, we had kind of talked about it before, and I was kind of." Not available then, but I think I could do it now if you, you know, like if you'll still have me, that kind of thing, you know. Uh And um, I love. And I was just comparing it to like a couple, seeing if uh, they can. Very much. It's very much like dating. Yeah, yeah. Being in a band that um, that you care about is very much like being in a relationship with multiple people. So you remember when you said you liked me? Leading up to it. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, yeah. No, because it's because it's a very intimate thing to to play music with people. Yeah. I'm not. A musician, man. I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, take our word for it. I've got this voice. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, no, you, um, yeah, yeah. But it's just the dynamic of people who do this on a professional level, and the fact that they saw you and were like, "This dude is talented enough to grace us with his, you know, uh, his presence," and vice versa. You know, this dude would honor us if he would lend his talent. But also that you before know? when he when you turn them down, obviously that's a sign of respect as well. Well, so yeah, yeah. So yeah. That, that was really it. I, I said, you know, I would love to do. I would no, love yeah. to do this, but I just just, I just can't give it what it deserves. You're right. Yeah, what it needs right now. But, but I was I was thrilled that it came back around right at at the right time. Right uh, for me, and I've just had such fun working on working on the stuff, and it's it it's very cool to come in to a project when everything's kind of ready. To go, yeah. Musically, arrangement-wise, and uh, just comp- compositionally, everything's there. Like you know, the uh, you know they just they hand you the charts. You know, look at the stuff, and you 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 make sense of it. And it so much of the work was already done mm-hmm. that I I I got in for for sort of the fun part, which is putting, putting together the live show. Yeah, you know. So I felt lucky uh, to that. You know, obviously re- recording has its own rewards and going through that process. It, you know, and coming out on the other side of it with this finished product is is an amazing uh, experience. But mm-hmm. I've I've just been delighted to work with uh, you know uh, the the guys that I already knew and in a different context, and then with with Tom and Laney. Um, this is my, my first time working with it. Right, it's just been right. it's just been a blast. Yeah, and everybody's we, we just have so much fun together. We, <laughs> we you know there are, there are times where we're in rehearsal and we just get we're, we're all we're all very into puns. So oh, they just they just start hey. they just start don't, zooming don't around the room and you and, shouldn't have said you know, that. You know, yeah. <laughs> Lainey will oh, yeah. Lainey will have to say, okay, guys. Uh, <laughs> We really got to do some work, so let's let's get back to it. So. Right, I'm, I'm glad you feel my pain. Thank you. These job suckers over here. Yeah, no, I, I can <laughs> see shades right. shades of that with you guys. Oh, yeah. there's got to be puns fun. on a geek show. Come no, on. No, no, there does not. Yes, there does. Come on. <laughs> there does Where not. are the puns? There's never you are enough. dismissed, sir. All right, no, 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 no. We're not, we're not doing that. That's not going down. So, yeah. J- Laney, you've said you've had the story basically forever. Uh, how has it changed in the past year? Because you gave us the outlines, and then you actually gave us a description. It sounds more supernatural. Oh, I think I've figured out how to explain it to people better. Okay. The actual writing of the story probably took like two years, I want to say, like the mm. story and the music. Um, and then we were 15 months recording the album um, and producing it. But I think like I found it very hard to convey like one, one of the things about the story when I initially started trying to tell people about it was that I, I had to be like, do you have 30 minutes? 
hmm. if you want, <laughs> because yes. so like the the shaping of it over time was sort of the simplification of it. Like, what's what's the one sentence description of the story? And I had to have one, and then I've kind of found ways of like putting it into a context that makes sense to people just looking at looking at it for the first time, hearing it for the first time. Wait, so what's the one sentence I got to know? Oh, I said it already. Well, oh. I'll say it again if you want. Non nerds. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> It's a story about a girl who loses her body and journeys incorporeally through a realm of the collective unconscious to get it back. <laughs> See, now exactly. when you play that back, you play that with the sound bite and it sounds ominous. And hmm. slow it down. <laughs> and this is uh, Heterotopia, right? Yes. Okay. Correct. We have the, uh, is that the album artwork that's on the website? There's uh, two different um artwork so the the illustrations of the band members that's the libretto illustrator so we have a book that we're releasing in a couple months mm-hmm. um and that's going to be illustrated in that style and then the album artwork is probably on another page it might be on um well there's well what we have it looks like yeah, this you've got big an image there there's weird owl and the, and the serpent with, from uh, beetlejuice yeah uh, <laughs> yeah like this blue serpent kitty Oh, oh, yes. Yep, that is the album mark. Right. Well, okay. we actually have a, a track to play. We yes. should probably get going on that before we, <laughs> you know, start winding down here. But you want to introduce this, this, this song? That sure, yeah. This song's called Walk You Through, and it's sung by the zombie Susie. So Susie is the main character who becomes a ghost, and she's looking at her body is walking around without her and being very antagonistic, and this is her first appearance.
that right there was walked through this with hetero, oh, excuse me, from Heterotopia by School Tree. Anything you want to tell us about the track we just heard? <laughs> Other than what they told us to go. Well, no, I mean any like extra tidbits. Like you may have heard this instrument on there, or you know, you may have heard a few different key changes, which I didn't notice, and that may give you the sense of like blank that we were trying to build up and things you save for afterwards. The effect, if you will, that was meant to be achieved. It sounds very psychedelic. Hmm. Yeah. That's like definitely. a Pink Floyd meets something else. I just can't figure out what the something else is yet. Hmm. hmm. I feel like I feel like you just blew their minds, my friend. <laughs> I didn't get I no Pink Floyd, Floyd but Stevie Wonder, maybe. Yeah, yeah. you haven't listened Plus to maybe Pink Floyd. King Crimson a little bit. Mm. Mm. Yeah. No, Freddie Jackson. No, no, I dug it though. <laughs> that was that was good. I really did. Farthest possible. I really dig it. No, I I enjoyed it myself. But now let's give uh, listeners the actual information on where they can check out Heterotopia for themselves. Yes. Well, on Friday we will be performing it in its entirety at Oberon. Um, I think there's a handful of tickets left for that show. Oh, still available. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then that day it'll be released digitally. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're taking pre-orders now, and you can actually get Walk You Through when you pre-order it. Um, but that morning it'll be released to the world, and you can get it um, on our Bandcamp page. If you just go to our website, it'll take you there. All right. So go to School Tree Music. Dot com. All right, so schooltreemusic.xxx. It'll be amazing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, com. So the links to buy tickets for the live show there, too? Yeah, if you go to the Heterotopia page, it's got its own page, um, and there is some ticket information there. All right, good stuff. Yeah. All right, I want to thank Schooltree for coming in, giving us the lowdown, the inside stuff. Yeah. And hopefully we'll see you all at uh, Heterotopia. Uh, first show is at Oberon. That's 2 Arrow Street right here in Cambridge. That's right. Yes. I know the place. I know the address, Herb. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> um, all right. Hey, awesome. Thanks Thank for having us. Thank, Thank you. Thank you for coming back. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And congratulations, obviously, with, uh, you know, four years is a long time, and I'm glad it all uh, worked out for you. Thank so. you very much. This will be great. Uh, Word. Now what? Uh, now we got something, right? We got another friend. review. I think this on another old I don't know I don't know project dug up I don't know I don't know if we got if we can do it with, if we can we can do it with this equipment <laughs> and then just this cast Her. I don't think Her. we have enough attitude find us five teenagers with attitudes oh attitude <laughs> okay well if anyone hasn't picked up on it by now we're talking about Power Rangers the new movie that's come out uh, the new excuse me the new live action big budget motion picture that's come out because we're not talking about the original Power Rangers movie or any of the 14 other movies that came out before then we're talking about the movie based off of the original uh, Sentai series that ran for a long time here in America but I know this one they they actually have powers in the original one they just were kind of kids that all of a sudden could do like kung fu and type stuff and then they would get together form a giant kaiju like bot Mm -hmm. this one they're actually stronger they're faster they can jump yeah there's a definite departure from the original story what's the the josh trank movie where the kids get under you know i know exactly what you're talking about you're talking about chronicle 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 it reminded me a little bit of that just the way all of a sudden they have the powers they discovered something underground and now they have these powers Mm. this movie is a standalone that's not taking from pre-existing property. Yeah. So this was one story in an attempt to kind of conglomerate not just the original Sentai series history, but the Power Rangers history, the complete run of the show. Right. And that's one thing I really want to emphasize because if anyone was a huge fan of Power Rangers... Who were the, ba- the bad guys, too, of the original show? It wasn't like the Foot Clan, but it was like the Putties, was it? Well, the Putties were the henchmen. The Putties were the, the original. Henchmen, the original right. villain was Rita Repulsa, a more legit, darker version of Rita Repulsa, is played by Elizabeth Banks. Yes. 
And, and also we get a couple other big names too because uh, Bill Heater does the voice of uh, Alpha. The role. He does Alpha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or Golder. Or Gold, Goldar. Goldar. Goldar is actually not voiced by anybody in this movie. The, uh, first of all, Rita Repulsa was like the big controversy in this one because there's been a lot of talk of whitewashing and various. Still controversial was Rita Repulsa being played by the very Caucasian Elizabeth Banks. The, the only the only person that ever played Rita Repulsa was the, was the actress on the old Sentai show slash Power Rangers. And even then, Rita Repulsa is her name in the West. She was a specifically racially ambiguous witch. Exactly. And yeah. I think I, I forget the actual name. Power Rangers fans will kill me for this. But but there, uh, it was like it was like her the character's name was like Ben Barb, and her goal wasn't I'm just going to take over Earth. Rita Repulsa's goal was very obtuse. The original character, her goal was to snuff out all children. So we, there will be no future generations. That's a good goal. That's, 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 like that's creepy as hell. <laughs> yep. So they lightened it the hell up. Well, with this Power Rangers movie, they've darkened it the F up because this was raw, man. Rita came and she was murdering folks left and right. This thing got raw and I loved every second of it. Mm. Yeah. Uh, the concept of uh, re- recruit teenage with attitude, we've made, we've made fun of that a few times on this yes. show. But this presented the Power Rangers as delinquent kids. These weren't just... Yeah, we all like go rollerblading together until, and stuff. Yeah. We're matching outfits yeah, because... That's the local bullies and then, you know, go the, play volleyball. The first one had like this major nerd guy, but he had no attitude. He was just a nerd. Am I Billy? Yeah. Yeah. That's one thing I really like about this, this picture. They cast the rangers as different like personality types. More realistic. You know, the hardcore nerd kid was a, an autistic kid on the spectrum. The kind of the rebellious uh, uh, punk girl. She's a girl struggling with her own sexuality at that point. Yeah. You know, so she doesn't know, am I a lesbian? What is a lesbian? Yeah, some real bi? issues, you know, kids I'm sure would have you instead know. of making a, a mockery of teens' problems Well, and it felt like they were trying to take it seriously while dealing with very not serious property. And the balance was good. And not having that emotional attachment, I can see what could be faithfully adapted and it i'm just, very impressed at the fact that they adapted this well just it, legitimacy. It, it, yeah it made a legitimate updated this project that really didn't deserve it you know what i mean so I in a way know. i'm I like know. i don't like, know about that i do i, I, I mean I, I just don't Power think Rangers has, has had a solid 20 years 20 plus years of perpetual success that we're talking about a show that's been canceled multiple times folks were aging out I'm of talking the, about the the, the yeah. demographic that's mostly going to be interested in this in america is that one that grew up with it in the 90s to, uh, to us yes because we're familiar that's what i'm with, saying that's that demographic well, it kept going after the Power Rangers that we knew, there was the Power Rangers Zeo. They went to space. They became like cops, ninjas. I think a movie now is completely warranted. Just like a couple of years ago, they did the hardcore Power Rangers short. If you look at maybe hardcore Power that. Rangers, the gritty Power Rangers, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was like mm-hmm. super like dark and stuff, dude, yeah, right? They did like Green Ranger, the orig- yeah, the Green Ranger was in it. Yeah, the original uh, Green Ranger was in the two. But I'm sorry, man, I completely got off the uh, the point. We have not mentioned Brian Cranston at all. He's in the movie? Mm, not just in the movie. Let Who me guess, he? let me guess. He's the face, isn't he? He's Zordon. the face, dude. Yeah. Zordon, that's it. All right, now what did you think of Brian Cranston? Because did this really seem like one of his strongest? Strongest performances? No, I don't. I think he has a great body of work, and this doesn't really rank in that. But he he was serviceable, and I was surprised when he was a cast in the first place. But well, he was yeah, in the original was, show. What? Did you know that he was a, he was in the original uh, Power Rangers show here in America, the American show? Yeah, maybe. But I, in the scheme of things and what he's done, yeah, I don't really. This is a blip. But he was good. I, I mean, I, I liked his performance because we've never known anything really about Zordon. He's always been just this face that looks like this, and he's probably played, played by a fat guy and something or other, and never really gave any background information. This fleshed it out. I, you're right. I, I agree with you 100%. This is not 
Cranston's like solid performance. This is this is a speed bump in his uh, right. in, in, his, in his catalog. But at the very least, he gave a character that had uh, nothing background. Yeah, it was definitely out. something they needed to address because, like I said, n- most people don't know about that character, and it's definitely something they needed to like. Why is this? spaceship under the ground in california you know and yeah it's not- like it makes no sense so it's just like probably explaining that is something that's pretty crucial to having any success for this movie. i'm still a little bummed as to why all of a sudden once once these alien creatures come out of nowhere to attack the public california suddenly looks like a desert in japan <laughs> they're just plain homage to the original material of course of course yes um did it seem to you like after about first half hour first 40 minutes it became just a corny ass episode of the show corny ass gymnastics yeah and, and, it's, they do that fireworks. little it's choreography was a little corny yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah that's the way to just it didn't stick with that i definitely kind of nailed the landing but it was i saw i saw some bad things there on the, the horizon there. yeah i'm glad. sure it did pick up though and i was a little disheartened that the um appearance of the zords and the giant monster fight wasn't more of like a big kaiju battle. I think we've been spoiled by movies like Pacific Rim. That's the the high watermark for that type of stuff. So everything's going to be compared to that from now on, rightfully so. Uh, so uh, you're both we, are the, wrong. It's Godzilla. What? Shin Godzilla. Shin Godzilla. <laughs> that hot garbage with this thing. It seems like, to be the theme of this show too. Is good music and kaiju battles in yeah. the middle of a city. Did, Tom, did they have wrong. good music in the movie? The, the music, I don't know. I the music really actually <laughs> was, was spot on. Where um, the original TV show was known for just that riff, that the, the, the most nineties, yeah, the most nineties guitar work yeah. ever. I think this was a solid and respectful adaptation to anyone who was a hardcore fan. There's going to be Easter eggs galore that you'll notice, and if you didn't, it's just a, it's just a, it's just a, a good, fun, dumb movie. It's about a bunch of weird kids. Uh, they are imbued with powers. They control big robots. And then it gets a little heavy-handed on the family stuff and the friendship stuff. But besides that, I mean, I had a decent time. Can't say, dude, run out and see this right now. You can't. My, my boner can be seen from space. I'm so excited. It's not, it's not, it's not that. This is a movie with a lot of like pretty colors, a lot of emotional moments between teenagers. Adam, what do you think? Yeah, I think it'll be a good movie if you have an attachment to the material, but it's also if you bring a friend that doesn't, they'll be interested in it as well, given that it's updated. So I think it's good. Yeah. I think think after the the show, you and I are going to sit down and watch lots of episodes. I highly doubt that. (laughs) Try. (laughs) All right. All right. All right. I'm just saying you are going to get a gift package in the mail, my friend. And if you have anything else to chime in on that you want to let us know what we may have missed or what plain sucked and really needs to be said, hit us up at geekdownradio at gmail.com. So we are just about out of time. It's been the Geek Down here on WEMF Radio. I've been Pat B. I want to thank our in-house guest, School Tree. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and it's Heterotopia. Check them out at uh, schooltreemusic.com. I want to thank you all for joining us in-house. I want to thank Black Adam Willis. Yes, sir. I want to thank just Johnny. You. I want to thank DJ Herbie Herb. And most of all, <laughs> I want to thank you all fine listeners. Hopefully, you were checking us out on twitch.tv slash thegeekdown or listening at wmfradio.com. And you can also hit us up on SoundCloud. You can search us on iTunes. We're the first ones that come up for The Geek Down. And dude, we're on YouTube, Instagram, all types of good stuff there. If you go to the show bio, all the links are in place. And you can catch us every Monday night right here on wmfradio.com. And we'll catch you all next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. Until then, be excellent to each other. Peace. Peace.